we're getting ready for the uh, getting getting ready for the snow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Make make sure you have the shovels near the the front door of the garage. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's cold. It's cold in the office today. I forgot. I, I forgot my jacket. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to get in where it's warm. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Hey, welcome to season three, episode 46, Niagara 411 Live with Lee Sterry. And we do have a frosty day here in, in Niagara. We are fueled as per usual by Gales Gas Bars. We are powered by WeStream, supported by Verge Insurance Brokers, and, uh, and housed, thank God goodness uh, by uh, Fiddler's Poor House where it's nice and toasty and you can you can come in today I was just noticing the sign oh come on by that's all right Thank you. yeah come in come in be my guest uh, don't forget to buy tickets uh, okay. uh, broccoli and cheddar soup chicken waffles never had one of those uh, $16 pitchers uh, and uh, $9 rail doubles if you really want to have a hell of a lunch okay um, we are going to go in here and get a little bit warmer, and uh, dogs are still in the in the news. And no, we have not found the owner of that uh, that scruffy hound that we found uh, down uh, near the Canadian American border about a week ago. Uh, but he's uh, he's looking a lot different than you may have seen him. So we're, uh, we're gonna update you on the dog stories. There's another dog story too that uh, not, not, not quite as nice to talk about, a little bit more controversial, but we'll get into, into that story as well. And uh, we are going to talk to a young man today that uh, helps a lot of people in a lot of different ways um, throughout his endeavors. And uh, Will, J Justin is his name. He's been on the show before. And he's a, he's a great young man, terribly, terribly uh, dedicated to his community. Uh, and by that, I mean a number of uh, communities that come under his purview. So give us about 30 seconds. Uh, and uh, I'm going to warm up and uh, we'll be right back. are live once again Niagara 411 live with uh, Lee Sterry on this uh, as I said uh, frosty frosty Wednesday uh, I know we've been bopping the show around a little uh, a bit but it's just because we want to see if you're paying attention that's why we're doing no it's uh, um, a lot of things happening this time of year as you can tell when we say it's episode 46 you know we're getting doggone close to wrapping up season three. And uh, before we go any further, I want to acknowledge the gentleman uh, that you see on the post on the right-hand side of your screen. Uh, his name is Stephen Boss. He was known when he was a regular on the Ellen DeGeneres program as Twitch. He was... 40 years old until last night 
when this entertainer and, and a well-loved man committed suicide. And Kevin, I don't know why we have so many stories of, be they celebrity or non-celebrity, that fall into this category. Law enforcement sources tell us Stephen's wife, Allison Holker, ran into an LAPD station on Tuesday, last night, and she was frantic because she said Stephen had left home without his car, something that was not like him at all. We're told a short time later, around uh, quarter after 11 this morning, uh, well, in the in the morning in that in that time zone. Yeah, I, I think this was uh, this was yesterday. I think this happened 11, yesterday morning. A.M. I think so. Yeah, and it probably just took a little while for the news to get out because they haven't even hit eleven fifteen a.m. today. Right, it's still nine a.m. out there in California. So I think they're talking about yesterday morning is when uh, all this transpired. Okay. Uh, I mean, it says there that uh, she, she ran went, in to an LAPD station Tuesday. Okay, so it must have been very early on Tuesday. I thought it was later in the day. Okay, yeah, you're right. Thank you for the thank you for the clarification there. Uh, so she ran in very early on uh, yesterday morning. Short time later, uh, around 11.15 a.m. yesterday, paramedics got a call for medical emergency at an L.A. hotel and they found Stephen there dead from an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Okay. Uh, and again, this is what his wife had to say. She said, Stephen lit up, and this is what always gets me about people that, that take their own lives, is they're always seeming to be life of the party. The friendliest person you could meet, the nicest, most helpful, happiest, go lucky, and maybe we have to keep, keep watch on that. Stephen lit up every room he stepped into. He valued family, friends, and community above all else, and leading with love and light was everything to him. Was it, though? Was there, a, was there that person that even his wife didn't really know? She continues, he was the backbone of our family, the best husband and father, and an inspiration to his fans. To say he left a legacy would be an understatement. And his positive impact will continue to be felt. I am certain there won't be a day that goes by that we won't honor his memory. Concluding, Stephen, we love you, we miss you, and we will always save the last dance for you. He was a dancer as well as the, the co-host type uh, personality on Ellen DeGeneres. His wife is a dancer as well, which is why she used that last line. And uh, Twitch originated on a reality show. The first time we came to know him was on uh, So You Think You Can Dance. Right. So he was a contestant, and then he was able to spin that into a bit of a more of a role in the later years on that program. And the right. next thing you know, you know, Ellen and uh, and world fandom kind of. Ellen, um, I guess you could call it a tribute. She she well, did a, a video. Well, this is just a video that's up there with um, Ellen and Twitch's best moments. I, I'll look to see if Ellen's actually issued a statement. But okay. uh, if people are wondering, trying to figure it out, right, Twitch, I kind of know who he is. You'll remember him from some yeah, of these Yeah, here's, here's, some of here's these the guy, yeah. And you'll see with the turntables, he was a DJ, right? DJ Twitch. Here are some of my favorite moments that we have had together. 
If his DJ booth is rocking, I come a knocking. His body can cure any case of the Mondays. He must have sat in a pile of sugar because he's got a pretty sweet booty. He must be part beaver because <laughs> damn. Say hi to Twitch. Watch me as I dance under the spotlight. Don't be getting jealous. I got you some, too. There's an envelope over there. You probably wondered what it what. I feel like that dude from Earth, Wind, and Fire. I was going to say. <laughs> dance is something that, that I've been passionate about before I knew what passion was. I was the only guy in dance class. I was the only guy on my high school dance team. And you're in a relationship? I am, with Allison Holker. From So You Think, you, so can you, think you Can Dance? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, she can dance. so grateful to you and I'm so glad you're part of this family. I love you. Why? Question of the day. So here's Ellen DeGeneres' I, I, I don't know what to say. official Facebook page and she hasn't put out a comment yet. Maybe she has on her other socials, but it looks like this is more managed by somebody than actually Ellen herself. Yeah. Um, they just, you know, continue to put up clips. I would imagine she's trying to frame her own thoughts and feelings before she puts it out there to the world. Really weird. I don't know what you would call it, Lee, but um, my wife called me to tell me that uh, yes, to tell me this... the news that, that Twitch had passed away. And, of course, you know, TMZ only really getting the news out there this morning. And it was just as I walked in, just as I walked into Fiddler's today, you were on the phone with your wife, and this is why. Yeah, and she was telling me, like, oh, my gosh, she was taken aback because, you know, we love Twitch. He seems like, you know, all, all the things that his wife Allison said, life of the party, heart of gold. You just yeah. wanted to be around him. He lit up every room. And to find out that he was dead at 40 and he took his own life, you knew he was married. You knew he has children. We just, you know, we're a little. So then my wife tells me the story that last night. Now, our son and daughter, Alex, is seven years old. He's, Alex is seven. Last night. My wife is putting Alex to bed. I was out streaming the Niagara Falls Council meeting. And Alex, before he went to bed, out of the blue, asked my wife about Twitch. Your seven-year-old son. Out of nowhere. Last night. She said she hasn't watched Ellen or reruns or anything like that in a little while. And what do you he mean said, he asked him? What did he say? According to my wife, he said, hey, you know, the guy that, uh, that dances on the Ellen show. And she's like, yeah, Twitch. Yeah, what's, what's he been up to? I kind of just asked what... I haven't Are you seen serious? Him Dead serious. This is what Leanne told out, me. Out, out of the blue. Out of the blue. We, weren't, we didn't recently watch an episode of Ellen. We didn't watch an old So You Think You Can Dance. We weren't talking about him. He hasn't come up in conversation in a couple of months. And out of the blue, Alex last night says, Hey, what's with that Twitch guy? And then this morning, the news. And so at this time that Alex is asking last night, he'd already taken his own life. 
You know, this would have unfolded. But nobody knew at that time. Two in the afternoon yesterday. And your son wouldn't have had access to that information anyway. No idea. I don't know what that is other than... This is X-Files stuff we're talking here. Yeah, that's real weird stuff. So, You better um, keep an eye on that kid. He might have something. It just goes to show Lee that... He knows um, things. There's no uh, there's no face to mental illness. There's really oh. not. And and you know as I get older, I you know I come to learn of celebrities and then people close to me who have taken their own lives. And there's just oh. there's no face. There's We've no all face no. Mental illness. It's, it's bizarre. That it, it, truer words were never spoken. Kevin, uh, we've we've both known people. Our my sons have known people in their young age many many years ago and i mean young teens and whatnot that that uh took their own lives and but here's a here's a young accomplished talented successful man he's he has all those things that we grow up being told that we we should or could, if we want to, aspire to wealth and fame, uh, uh, completion by what you do with your with your art, your you doing you, and people like seeing you do you, and you have a a, a lovely wife and family, three children, and uh, you saw the joy. That was, you can see it even in that, even in that shot there. And I realize that things can be fabricated. And uh, as Kevin says, there is no face to mental illness. And that's a great way to put it. It just, for, for the rest of us that are, that are just uh, work-a-day stiffs, it's like, wow, how does, how does somebody that seems that that seems is the operative word here that happy and seems that settled and successful with their with their lives do this what is behind what is behind it what is behind the scenes was there some very very dark event behind what happened yesterday in LA we we probably won't won't ever know. But I was talking to Kevin about this earlier, and I was thinking, you know, um, we've all had dark days. We've all had dark uh, times, and we'll have more of them. You will, I will, and it's it's how you how you deal with it, I guess. But if there was any one thing that would stop me at the moment of truth, I guess. It would be my family. Not me, not, not, not what it would do to me, not my, my death or my passing or anything, because uh, as they say, suicide is a selfish act, but I don't even think that's fair either. Uh, I don't think that's a fair uh, statement, but I would think, what, is, what are my sons and my grandchildren going to feel when you know, Dad and Papa was found laying in a garage somewhere. That would stop me. I, I, I think it would. But then again, those people that struggle with mental illness to a to a great degree, 
They'd say, you have no idea. You have no idea what you'd do. And they're probably right. But, and I was no personal friend of Stephen Boss, of Twitch. I didn't even know his career that well. I had to find out more about it today from Kevin and other people and, and posts that were on, on Facebook. Um, I have no connection other than the fact that he is a typical example of somebody who you'd say, on a, on a scale of one to ten, what do you think the chances are that this man would take his own life? I know it'd be zero. You'd look at him and say, no way. But that's what happened yesterday. I don't, I can't, I can't begin to wrap my head around it. And uh, uh, rest in peace, uh, young man. 40, and that's, I mean, I call 40 years old uh, a young man. Yeah. Young father? Young father. I mean, Lee, his, his story was so good because it was so true and so genuine. Yeah, like, like I said, it was him doing him. He said he was the only boy dancing. He was the only boy on the high school dance team. He carved his own path, and then yeah. because of what he was, what he brought to the table, not some fabrication of who he was, who he was, that um, everybody radiated towards him. Everybody yeah. loved him. And because of that, his star just shone a little brighter than everybody else, and he kept getting more opportunities and more opportunities and taking advantage of him. He was extremely likable, extremely lovable. And to, to hear this news today and, yeah. is, uh, is, is shocking and, Ellen, and saddening. Ellen, uh, being no stranger to talent and what it takes to be successful in show business, she would have spotted his shining light uh, long ago. And you can see why she helped make him a star. I mean, she saw this guy and said, okay, we, gotta, we, gotta have, we have to have him on our show. He's got to be a part of us. He's 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 too he's too entertaining. He's too engaging. He's too uh, real, to use your word, to not be a part of our family here on the on the show. And I know show business is ninety uh, percent glitz and ten percent reality, but still, uh, a lot of what he did seemed very real to me. Oh man! All right, coming up on the show. Uh, rest in peace, Twitch. Uh, and uh, all the best to your, your family. I feel sorry for your children and, uh, and your wife as well. But the kids, gee. Okay, um, coming up in just a very few minutes, this young man, speaking of impactful young men, and uh, we're gonna just flip the coin right over now, and uh, one of the most positive people you are ever, ever gonna meet, and he shows it in so many very real ways. Justin Preston is gonna be joining us. He is the National Ambassador for uh, Kids Help Phone. He is the founder of Rise Against Bullying, and uh, also it's an initiative that we're, we want to talk about today and focus on is an initiative called Letters by Justin. And I have a couple of questions to ask him about how that, how that works. But as a, and we've talked to Justin 
Preston about this before. He's one of our favorite folks here on the program because he brings such a message of love and inclusivity to this program and he is just so sincere with it and he backs up his talk with his walk and uh, but we're adding a wrinkle today. We are going to be chatting with um, that lady there. She is the mom of that fella that you see uh, and his name is Yash. So we're going to chat with Stacy today, Yash's mom, who was impacted by one of uh, Justin's letters, and we'll hear about what it means and how it works to be, I guess, uh, I'm going to dangle a participle here, grammaticists won't like me, to be reached out to. <laughs> that is, that's really bad grammar, but in essence, that's what it, that's what it is. And uh, we're going to go right to Justin right now. Justin Preston, as I mentioned when uh, I, I reposted your post, you're one of our favorites, and it's so wonderful to see you again. How you doing, buddy? I am so well, and thank you again for having me, and what an amazing opportunity, and so proud of Niagara 411 for always spreading positivity. I'm so thankful to be here today. Justin, once again, you are extremely well color-coordinated. Uh, so I have to give you props for that, uh, first Thank of all. You. Yeah, the, uh, the, the jacket and the wall, et cetera, just uh, uh, once again, um, you, you put our set to shame. I need a wardrobe consultant before I talk to you next. <laughs> I'm always here to help you if you ever need some advice. I, I'll, you'll, you'll be on my speed dial. Um, awesome. <laughs> okay. Um, as I mentioned before, um, you have a, a huge role uh, with the Kids Help Phone. Uh, as per your t-shirt, Rise Against Bullying is a topic we've talked about before. You're the founder of that movement. But what we want to talk about today, actually, is Letters by Justin. And this is, correct me if I'm wrong, it, more of a seasonal effort, is it not? It is mainly a seasonal well, it just froze there for a second, oh, but, uh, but he'll come back. It's always the way. <laughs> and uh, Stacy is going to be joining us to talk about how Justin impacted not just yeah. her life, but her son's life as well. And if you scroll through uh, Justin's Facebook page, um, you'll see all kinds of letters coming in. You can see them here, people Something from around the world. Sorry, okay. Justin, we, we just lost you there Justin, for a second. Justin, can we... Can, can, can we go? Can we both go back to the end of my question because we had a little bit of a freeze up there? So pretend I just asked you that question. Absolutely. Um, so I do write cards um, during Christmas. That is the main uh, time of year where I'm writing hundreds of Christmas cards, and all throughout the year I do write cards. In particular, like Valentine's Day, a day where people feel alone or don't have someone to kind of lift their spirits and I'm right there making sure there's a letter in someone's mail kind of encouraging people that they are loved and they're worth it and they're not alone. How do you know who to write to? So the amazing thing is as with starting Rides Against Bullying I have started um, like a Google form a sign-up sheet so people are able to add their information their addresses and a little note on why they want this letter or what or where this letter is going to. Okay. And, and do you know anything about these people? That, yes. Oh, so, so somebody gives you a little bit of insight into who it is you're writing to. 
Exactly. Um, and, and even with emails too, I, I'm very thankful to have connected with so many people. I, I have like names of people that I've met and I know so many people that I, you know how sometimes you meet someone and you forget their name. Oh. I'm someone that yeah. does ne never forget someone's name. I remember people's stories, um, their hardships. I wow. care very much if people are struggling. So that is a that is not only a talent. I think it's a it, it, it's an incredible skill and art form to be able to remember people's names. Um, and and kudos to you for being able to do that because most people cannot unless they hear it two or three times uh, and make the association. So that you make a real connection with people. Yes. And um, with, with spreading awareness, with spreading love, telling others and reminding others it costs zero dollars to be kind. I have been running Rise Against Bullying for 10 years. Yeah. I am 29 years old, which means that's a decade of work that I've invested. So wow. with, with the support, with the people in my community, I've been able to create good connections and friendships. And as we know, bullying becomes a very big issue. I've had so many heartbreaking letters this year um, with a lot of young people and especially seniors going through a really tough time. So if I can take um, some time out of my day um, to lift others up and remind them that they are loved and they are not alone. Um, the letters that I did, uh, was over 649 and I started writing in October, Halloween time, and I had just finished about five days ago. 649 letters uh, this year. Yes. Okay, you, you mentioned something and I want to go back to it here for a moment because when we talk about um, bullying and the, the interesting part about it is that I guess it just took me a while to put these things together. Uh, I'm slow but I eventually get it. Um, is, is the connection that can be had between the, the rise against bullying and, and the letters by Justin is the fact that oftentimes those two categories are connected. Correct, yes. Um, and you mentioned that you hear a lot from seniors on the, on the bullying side. And we tend to think when we talk about this subject that it's, a, it's the exclusive realm of young people or children or teens or young adults as opposed to to seniors, um, that I find that interesting. And it's just, it's just like the saying, like um, crime is everywhere where you go, right? Yeah. Um, it's no better in other cities because we always find something. Um, but I, I've I've come to learn that even bullying, um, being treated unfair, um, reading about it and having people reach out to me really makes that window open a lot more. And it's not just young people; it's all people. Um, and it is heartbreaking to hear that there are a few seniors that are being treated unfair or they feel that they're not being included or feeling or just lonely, lonely. And not having that family support, you know. Yeah. Um, the family part aspect is where I have kind of was like, wow, you know, that's heartbreaking to, to read, you know, being left where you are and nobody there to say hello, you know. Yeah, it's... Um... <laughs> There, there used to be one of, uh, in, in just about every sort of comedy skit you saw or even, even drama show or whatever, 
is uh, or commercials where you were talking about Mother's Day or Father's Day or uh, or something like that. And uh, I'll never forget it. Just over and over and over again. In fact, call your mama. You know. Yes. And don't don't forget call your parents. Don't forget. Um, um, make sure you remember uh, Uncle uh, Uncle John. This you know is the fact that as and oftentimes people just feel like nobody is paying attention right and i and that's the amazing thing too is i'm getting so many responses like uh today i was in the hospital and i just got home and i received your 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 letter and it really lifted me up or my my son's been going to having a really tough time in school and thank you so much because now i have glitter all on my couch and i want to <laughs> quote i glitter bombed every single person with a huge amount of glitter. And if anyone were to go on uh, my Facebook or Rise Against Bullying or follow the hashtag Letters by Justin, all you're gonna see is glitter on people's couches, their tables, in their car. And I am just loving it because I want people to shine brighter than ever this new year because 2023 is your year to shine. The person that's doing the vacuuming might not, uh, you know, agree with you uh, in in all aspects of the whole glitter thing, uh, but uh, I guess the benefits outweigh the the hassles. <laughs> right, the surprise, right, not expecting Boom. it, and yeah. kind of just being like, "What just happened?" Right. Yeah. Can I pop in here with a question, Lee? I'm just looking oh, okay. at, at some of your posts, and I mean, there's 600, almost 700 letters here, and you just brought them uh, to the post office in this big gray bin. Um, who funds this? Where do you get the money for this? It says here, you know, ninety-two cents a letter in Canada, two dollars. Yeah, for took America. the words out of my mouth there. Six hundred forty-nine in total. So, um, are you looking for funding? Can people support you? How does that work, Justin? Absolutely. I have to say, this year was probably the most hardest for me. Um, during the pandemic, it was a little more easier. Everyone was at home, and if it wasn't not for my community, if it wasn't for my neighbors, uh, people giving me. Um, used uh, unused cards and uh, stamps that were collected around their house that were just collecting dust that weren't being used, people would give to me. So every stamp that was given to me, um, I was able to then put it on a card. So the funding of this is from my community and I would not have been able to have sent out as many cards as I had done, especially with my own expenses. Like I just paid $153 for 50 international stamps which means just 50 cards going outside to like wow. Australia, yeah. um, the Netherlands. And it, it's a little heartbreaking because something so simple like a old fashioned snail mail um, becomes very costly when it's almost $3 just to really make somebody's yes. day. Yeah. And if I were to have add um, wristbands into the card, it becomes uh, a product and that becomes $8 and sometimes more if I were to leave it out of the country because it's a product. So sure. that's where the glitter comes in place and stickers because yeah. um, it's a surprise to Canada Post as well. Well, I'm sure I'm sure it's a surprise to, to Canada Post. You must be probably their most prolific user of the services. You're probably their best customer. Uh, as far as regular mail is concerned, because I know people that you're that are your age, and I'm not I'm not exaggerating here. You said you're 29 years old. I know people that are 29 years old and even older that don't even know how to send a card. Where does the stamp go again? You know where? Uh, I love to, it. It's true. 
It is absolutely true, my friend. If you talk to uh, so many people of your uh, generation, of your, uh, your demographic, a lot of people have never sent a card via snail mail or a letter or, or anything because they don't, know, they don't know how to do it. And one thing that you, as you're speaking on, I had the opportunity of sitting with a bunch of seniors as well at the Lions Club in Ridgeway. And yeah. as I was sitting there, all the ladies were um, contributing towards cards. They had made handmade cards and had gifted me $100 for a roll of stamps, which again, a whole roll of 100 stamps is about $100, 92 at Costco, post office, a couple dollars more. Yeah. But what made me so um, aware was that they were mentioning someone my age, 29, didn't have the confidence that I have today that they wish they would have had when they were younger. And right. how a card, um, a, a small little gesture can mean just so much. And to see a group of people from the Lions Club come together was absolutely beautiful, just to bring awareness and support what I was doing as well. Because again, I could not have done this without the community because I'm not rich. Um, but I always say it costs zero dollars to be kind to one another, which I wrote many times in those cards. And yeah, it does cost to send the cards. But I try to forget that because I'm trying to focus on every person I'm writing on just to remind them that they're loved. And it costs zero dollars to be kind. Justin, can I ask you um, a personal question? Absolutely. Who looks after um, you? Who uh, looks after me? I, You know, um... And I'll give you the backgrounder on the on the question. It is obviously no secret that um, you have existed with, um, let's say, you you've taken a different path than what my, a, a lot of people might say would be traditional. When right. that when that happens is is when that B word becomes more and more important. Uh, and you're out there um, as, I mean, you are Justin Preston. You are who you are, and you're, it's obvious that you're very confident and you're very proud of who you are, and that's, and that's wonderful. And you're looking after people that are struggling with perhaps who they are or what their situation is. Who helps you? And that's a great question. So my biggest support, I have to say, is my family. And also my partner, because mental health too, uh, the saying of you can't pour from an empty cup, you know, you have to have your cup filled to keep on going. And if it wasn't for my partner, for example, and our two little beautiful children, they motivate me every day. They're encouraging, they're bright, they're positive. And even when I feel like, oh, I can't do this, I have 150 more cards to go, like the deadline's coming up. I have that support and that love. And it kind of keeps me going because I have someone and my family that I know that I'm making proud every day with every action I make. And then on top of making people smile and feel loved, brings so much joy to my life that I really don't usually have a bad day because every day I am so blessed. And I have to say, writing these cards, all I wanted for Christmas this year was to see people feel loved, feel valued and feel cherished and not alone. And I get to sit every day, every morning, looking at a Facebook post, a message, an Instagram DM, yeah. and see the excitement from just how a small little card can just lift up someone's world. And just like you need gasoline to get to work and food to survive, 
if I could just forget both of those two and just survive off of making people happy, that's my gasoline and that's my food and that's how my energy is always 100. Kev? Uh, Justin, around the holidays, you know, I walk through life as a, uh, as a white straight male. So often that means I'm naive or use blinders. Um, for the LGBTQ plus community, is this a particularly stressful time? And what is it that we don't understand? I would have to say absolutely it would be a very stressful time. Um, as you know, um, within the 2S LGBTQ plus community, you can see a lot of negative I myself, when I was 13, was severely bullied. I was attacked. I've been lured. I'm featured now in an amazing documentary called The Dark Cloud, The High Cost of Cyberbullying, which features uh, a young girl named Amanda Todd. Oh, but yes. as we hear, just even from Drake Brunches, I myself host. Last time I was on your show, um, thank you again for advertising August 6th uh, for our TAPS Brew House Rise Against Bullying Showcase where we feature drag queens and singers and dancers and rappers, storytellers. And An amazing and show. Shining light on everyone, taking yeah. all the people that felt like a misfit and never had that opportunity to go on a stage and perform and do what they wanted to because they listened to those that told them they would never be anything. But then there's me telling them that you can be anything if you reach for the stars. And just that awareness of greatness, quality, diversity, and inclusion. Yeah. I find it's very, very hard, especially for the community, the rainbow community, as we'll say, because there's a lot of letters, the rainbow community. That's a um, good way to put it, because we're starting to run out of letters. Right. So the rainbow community, um, some some of them don't have that, that support and love at home. Again, those are some people I was writing to. By doing events, I have people that come out that may be homeless or don't have that support setting, but they feel comfortable coming to an event. I just find it's very tough for people to be them, them, themselves when the world is kind of nitpicking on who you should be and what you should be and right. what's not allowed or what should be when it's just all about awareness and including and education. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Water went down the wrong way. Um, Justin, first of all, I could talk to you all day. We we could make a we could make a six hour show out of this thing, because I find you so fascinating. Your your experiences are so wide and interesting. But uh, we don't have that luxury at this point in time. Uh, and the last thing I want to do is make your life any busier than it already is. But it went through my head while I'm listening to you talking that there might be somebody watching this program right now it might be a mom or a dad or a, a, a brother or a sister uh, even a boss uh, that is watching the show who knows somebody that needs to hear your message because there is no more positive I'll call it spin for the lack of a better word but spin is kind of a bad word there's no po no more positive perspective let me put it that way, um, on, on these issues from any other quarter than, where we, than what we've heard from you over the last couple of years we've been talking. Um, which is a long setup to the question is, if somebody needs to hear your message and they've got no place else to go and they say, we need this young man's voice, how do they go about getting that? Can they find you? Can they, um, well, you know what I'm asking. 
what do, what do we do? So if anyone knows of someone that is struggling and just feels very down and needs a little confident boost again, even if it's a letter or I also personally go out and meet for coffees and sit with parents of young ones that are going through hard times. They can reach out to me through riseagainstbullying.org. They can also find me on Facebook at Justin Preston. Um, I get many messages, but I always dedicate my time making sure I can respond to any situation or issue and providing resources and tools. And I'm thankful for being an ambassador to Kids Help Phone, which is an amazing tool and resource for not only young people, but adults as well. And on the flip side, I'm I'm sorry, go ahead. Just like a simple crisis line, um, being able to, to provide information and show others that they are not alone in this world is what I'm all about. And you're all about you're 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 all about a lot. Uh, let me ask you one more, and then I think Kevin wants to weigh in on something here. Um, if there's, here's the other if. There's somebody uh, that's uh, witnessing our conversation that wants to reach out and help you, i.e., financially or with time or something for any one of your three initiatives, be it help help phone. Uh, Rise Against Bullying, Letters by Justin, whatever it is, how can we help you? So you can uh, go on to riseagainstbullying.org. I do have a support button now where people can actually donate towards any postage or any activities that I do uh, host throughout the year, just like our showcase, providing a free and safe place for our community. Right. Um, And same with uh, my email as well, riseagainstbullying at live.com. There's a contact button on there as well for any person to ever reach me uh, for any needs or any concerns that they have. Are you available for, I'm sorry, Kevin, go ahead. Are you available for uh, for speaking engagements? Do you anything like that? Like um, um, for someone that has a group that wants to hear your message all in one spot? I've, al- I've always been a guest speaker um, in schools. It's been a little bit, and I find it's very tough to get into schools to be able to speak on bullying. I don't know, maybe I'm a little too different. I know I would show up in sequence, um, but the most I've ever spoke to was at Budweiser Garden, and I got to speak to a whole stadium filled with students, over 6,500 students in the London district. And to have all of them scream the word shine bright, um, by telling everyone, look to your left, look to your right, tell your friends you're amazing, that you are worth it. Um, it's always been a dream of mine to do motivational speaking. And if there were more opportunities to be able to attend classrooms, groups, programs, and be able to share my story, that's what I've always wanted to do. Um, that was one of I my still, questions too, is what do you want to be when you grow up? A motivational speaker. All I right, I asked, the, I asked the right question then. You did. Okay. Uh, Justin, just before uh, we go, we're going to talk to Stacy and talk about the impact that you've had on her and her son's life. But I know you wanted to shine a light on uh, on Selena Carlson and an event that she has coming up. Maybe you can tell us yes, a little bit about her. Thank you so much. So Selena Carlson is one of my dear friends, and she was born with autism. She was also nonverbal, and she had found her voice through singing. She was also bullied, and I can't be any more proud of featuring Selena at our showcases. Um, and Selena Carlson is doing a free event in Fort Erie on left uh, left of Central, and she's raising funds for a production for Task, which is a program with um, people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a whole production on Wizard of Oz, and she'll will, she will be singing um, from six to I think ten 
and she's being featured on country uh, a country radio station here, here at country 89 makes, i think it is something like that yes and it makes my heart so happy to Good. see a young artist in the community just making a, an awareness and difference and using her voice which is just so beautiful Excellent. i hope one day to see her on um nagar 411 because she is a huge treat yeah well we'll um, we'll at some point in time be able to reach out to her perhaps in the new year uh, when when things slow down a little bit because people that uh, entertain for a living uh, this is a bit of a crazy time uh justin preston yes. um we love you um i i have since the first time i met you um, I'm, I'm, I am amazed by you, and I don't say this uh, too often to too many people because it's a it's a word that people shouldn't throw around um, and not mean it. But you have you you have officially climbed onto uh, my heroes list. You're one of my you're one of my heroes. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate you all so much. Thank you for your time. Thank you for shining light. Thank you for making a difference and making our community aware of everything. You have yourself a, a fabulous holiday season. Try to find some time to relax and enjoy yourself, okay? Thank you. You as well. Shine bright, my friends. See ya. Ah, uh, words are not enough, Kevin. If we were all more like Justin, this world would be a better place. Wow. Unbelievable. Do we have Stacy standing uh, by? Just going to flip it over here so you got a, a minute or two. Maybe you can thank our sponsors. And uh, an update, I think uh, Dan Workington, our friend that had the uh, Halloween time capsules, the candy capsules. Yeah. He's doing a, a toy drive here that he does every year, and he might be joining us sometime after 1 o'clock. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, okay. And, uh, yes, uh, with, with uh, due apologies to our sponsors because we took so much time, but it was such worthwhile time with uh, with Justin Preston here. I want to thank our uh, our title sponsor, our main sponsor, Fuels This Program, and I know that's a play on words because of they're an oil company, etc., but it uh, it's a good play on words. Gales Gaspars Limited, and as a connection, by the way, to our conversation with Justin, uh, Gales is a living wage employer. That means that uh, they pay people uh, no less than um, a living wage, meaning what it would cost to live actually here in Niagara. Uh, and the connection to Justin being uh, the fact that they are also a rainbow registered company, which is something that is relatively new. I guess it's uh, something that's been in our vocabulary for a, a couple of years now. There is a Rainbow Chamber of Commerce uh, in Ontario, and uh, you as a company, if you are a company owner, you can be a member of that chamber. It doesn't mean you can't be a member of your business chamber of commerce, etc., but it is in its own way uh, a business chamber of commerce, meaning if you are a rainbow registered, officially rainbow registered company here in Niagara, or anywhere for that matter, um, it, is a, it is a designation that you are a safe uh, haven for not just customers, but also employees, that uh, they recognize the fact that there are things such as bullying 
and, and so it's one of those things that is sort of part of a plank of rise against bullying. So, um, Gales, we thank you for taking the lead on that in business in our community as well. The Verge Insurance Group, uh, Mark Shirk, Blake Shirk, and the, the staff there, they've been around in uh, Niagara for a long, long time, um, formed and founded here in Niagara. Verge Insurance, we thank you so much for your, uh, for your support. Um, and of course, uh, the power behind this whole thing um, is we stream, Canada's premier streaming company, and Kevin Jack is uh, not only the co-founder of that company, but our executive producer and founder of uh, Niagara 411 Live. Kevin, always a pleasure to work with you. Yeah, you as well, Lee. Um, Nick at Niagara 411, I know this is a very, very busy time for you. So um, just want to give a nod to you and, and, and thank you for uh, helping to share our content networks back and forth. And uh, I have to say hi to your mom. Okay, um, what a day. Found out this afternoon, and this, this is how astute this young man is. Found out this afternoon that tomorrow at 12.45, I'll be interviewed uh, by Niagara Forum 11 to talk about the impact the amazing Justin Preston from Rise Against Bullying is head on our lives. And this is from Stacy. Um, and, and just the impact that Justin is, has, has had. And Justin will be on our, uh, uh, Justin will be going live at 1210, which you already know, followed by myself via Zoom. Unfortunately, Yash Hayward won't be able to join us as he'll be working. Everybody's got to earn a living. Be sure to tune in. So uh, that post went up, and there's a couple of photos that uh, you can see <laughs> right there. Uh, that's uh, that's Stacy, and I'm assuming that's her son, Yash. And uh, and the other the other uh, beautiful person there is our friend uh, Justin. And uh, if he doesn't go into uh, motivational speaking, he should open a salon. <laughs> he is amazing. Uh, just, I just, I just love that. Uh, I love that kid. I know, 29 as a kid, but to me, 29 as a kid. Uh, Stacy, uh, welcome to the program. It's so, it's so fabulous to have you, uh, have you with us. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm great. I, I feel just energized as hell after talking to Justin. What a young man he is. It's impossible not to be energized after talking to him or just even being in his. Yeah. So um, you live where? You're in Niagara here somewhere, right? I'm, I'm in Welland. You're in Welland. Okay, fine. Uh, and your son is Yosh and he's working right now. Where does he work? Um, so I just want to clarify that. Uh, so his name is his name is actually Brandon, but Brandon. his screen name is Yosh. Uh, it's after the character Yoshi from world um so uh yeah so um he he works at a local grocery store right um, okay so he's is, got so so he's got a couple of different personas here uh, expl explain to me yosh again uh, i'm i'm a little bit out of the demographic okay so um like i said his his birth name is brandon like he's known as brandon as our son um and then he has a screen handle you know how sometimes people don't use their regular name sure, as yeah. their um, he chose uh, Yosh, which is uh, short for Yoshi, which is a character from Mario World from back in the day. Ah, of course. Okay. So, 
Um, tell us his. Tell us Brandon Yoshi's and your story. Give us give us a backstory to this conversation. Okay. Um, starting way back when Brandon um, was born with autism, was also nonverbal um, until he was about five years old. Uh, and then he came out to me personally um, about his sexual orientation uh, probably about four years ago now. Um, unfortunately, uh, like Justin, Brandon was bullied for a variety of reasons, um, partly because he had autism, so he was different in that sense. And then coming out, there's another, you know, um, difference. Um, so, unfortunately, Brandon and um, Justin have a lot of things in common. Now, I didn't know who Justin was until just a few months ago, actually, just this past summer. Um, a, a mutual friend of ours introduced us at uh, one of the Drag It to the Canal shows in Welland mm-hmm. um, at Merritt Park. And uh, he was the last person that we had any contact with that night. And it, it was brief. Um, he, he told me a little bit about his story. And I, it, it's hard to explain. Like, he just, Justin, and, and I know, you know, you guys know him very well. And he just has this presence about him. I immediately felt comfortable around him. I immediately was drawn to his story and the way he talked to Brandon and assured him that no matter what, he'd always have a safe place when Justin was around. Um, I will say Brandon has had a, a ton of family support and, and mostly friend support. Um, but you know, one can never have too much support um, because yeah. Brandon's mental health suffered um, as well, you know, with the bullying and whatnot. And, uh, meeting Justin that night was really a turning point for both myself and for Brandon um, in terms of just knowing that we had this amazing ally out there that would be there for us no matter what. And I can honestly say that the hug I got from Justin that night was one of the most profound hugs I've ever gotten, um, especially since COVID, because you know, there wasn't a lot of hugging going on during COVID mm-hmm. and um, Justin's hug just kind of made everything feel right again. And then um, Justin invited us to uh, one of his events this past summer, uh, Rise Against Bullying in Niagara Falls. And he actually invited Brandon up onto the stage to for Brandon to tell his story and to watch my son who we were told at one point would likely never talk, likely never make any meaningful kind of connections. Um, watching him up on that stage telling his story is something that I will never forget. And um, I, I have Justin to thank for it. And, and Brennan has just blossomed since then. It's just, it's amazing to see. That's, uh, that's, part, that's the second part of a two-part question I have for you, Stacy, And that is, how long ago did this first meeting take place? Uh, I want to say it, it was this past summer. So it, like less than six months ago. Oh, so very recently. Yes. Okay. So in that short period of time, say six, seven months, whatever, um, what changes have you seen in in Brandon? 
um, his confidence level, knowing that, you know, he has Justin there if he needs him. He invited him. Um, Brandon's 19th birthday is coming up. He invited uh, Justin to his birthday. We're hoping he can attend. Um, he's doing so well at work. There was a time at work where uh, Brandon wasn't quite as confident um, and wasn't quite sure of, you know, how things were going. Um, and just, just his confidence level in general has just gone up knowing that, uh, he has such a strong ally in Justin and in the community. And I've used um, my business, to be honest, um, to spread the word about Justin because I have um, quite a following with my photography page. So Justin and I have kind of teamed up um, in a sense of promoting what, he, what each of us has to offer. Um, and I've also donated cards to Justin, donated money for stamps. I think the Cards by Justin campaign is incredible. I received my card yesterday. There is glitter everywhere. And I love everywhere. it. <laughs> my husband is going to be the one <laughs> to vacuum it up. But actually what I did was I, I, I recycled it and I put it on one of my Disney Christmas trees that I have here because I love glitter as well. That's awesome. Maybe uh, I, I have so many um, from from being in uh, uh, different businesses at Christmas time. Um, I, I have a lot of glitter stories. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's for another time. Um, yeah. Stacy, uh, one of the one of the things I wanted to ask you, and um, as a mom, uh, along with your husband, of course, and, and looking back, you as a family uh, especially as a mom uh, must have been through some very 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 heart-rending times with, Absolutely. Uh, with with Brendan especially as a young lad growing up trying to develop speech trying to develop uh, the motor skills and 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 eventually what at, at, at what age did you of, of Brandon I mean um, did you realize that he had um, he he had the aut autism issues? Um, I believe it was about he was about a year and a half old, and I noticed he still wasn't talking yet. So we approached the doctor. My husband and I approached the doctor, and the doctor said, "If by two he's still not talking, come back and we will look into it further." However, at that point, um, he immediately did start him in speech therapy and occupational therapy, which was such an incredible thing at that time. Unfortunately, families as us nowadays don't have that kind of help. And it's really, really sad. It's really frustrating to see. Um, so he still wasn't talking by two. So then the process began um, in terms of seeing specialists and whatnot. And he was diagnosed with um, severe but high functioning autism just before he turned three. Okay, so you so you really identified this early, which is good. I had never heard of the word autism. Somebody else had suggested that maybe that was the issue, and mm -hmm. I had to Google. Never heard of autism. How did uh, how has this affected you? Are you okay? How are you doing? Um, I have my days. Uh, you know, kind of like anybody else. Um, I am not. Uh, ashamed to admit that I myself um, and, and and much of my family suffer with um, especially seasonal depression, regular depression, um, you name it. 
Um, you know, it's been 19, almost 19 years of nonstop doctor's appointments and um, letters written and forms filled out and, you know, things like that. And, and I mean, it's not to say that having a child with autism automatically means that it doesn't equal depression. Um, you know, yeah. there's a lot of, you know, outstanding issues that have contributed to that. Um, however, yeah, I, I definitely have had my struggles. My husband is my, you know, strongest supporter, biggest fan. Um, and, and now we have Justin. And like I said, nobody can have too much support. So um, I do okay. I, 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 I get by and I feel stronger each day as I get a little bit older. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's just, I'm a work in progress. And well, I think, you know what? I think we're all works in progress and still until we can't work anymore. I, I, I don't know that, I don't know that we're ever finished. Really. Right. Especially nowadays. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that there are some services or support, uh, programs that aren't available or that were available, et cetera, et cetera. Um, autism, I know, has been on the um, has been on the radar screen of uh, political uh, agendas as well as social agendas uh, for a long time. And it seems to me um, that we still haven't really wrestled this um, autism. Uh, beast to the to the ground with regard to funding and support, etc. Am I am I wrong with this? You're not. You're not wrong. We have such a long way to go, and, and uh, I have friends that are just at the beginning process of this, and I I always reach out to them and say, if you need anything, just a listening ear, reach out to me. Been there, done that, still doing it. Um, you know. It's, it's unfortunate that yeah. we we were very fortunate that at the time um, things were bad then uh, we actually got a letter when Brandon reached the top of the list for um, formal help we then received a letter promptly right after that saying that they were putting a pause to the list to the help and I said no that's not happening so at the time um, I called up Peter Cormos and Peter Foremost, and I ended up on Queens at Queens Park uh, two days later, uh, fighting for Brandon and then all the other kids at that time that were waiting for funding. And within two months, uh, Brandon started his um, his therapy. So if you had a, um, if, if you had a message, I'm going to cut you off. I'm sorry. If 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 you have a message for our 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 lawmakers, our judicial um, community. Um, uh, what would it what would it be where what what would be the key plank what what do we need to do to to make families that are dealing with a, an autism uh, factor in their in their world do what how do we how do we wrestle this thing i don't know if i have the exact answer for that or one that i can repeat online um <laughs> Um, you can say it, anything here. We're on the internet. Nobody cares. I mean, people <laughs> care, but nobody's going to arrest us is what I'm saying. They need to get their stuff together. Okay. Um, stuff replaced by a different word. Um, I yeah. don't know exactly what that means. I just know that these families need support. These families deserve support. These families deserve the funding. They don't 
there, there's so much to deal with just having a child with the diagnosis of autism and, and I mean other diagnoses to have to deal with the mental things that go along with that and then also have to deal with all the political stuff they, thank you um You're welcome. <laughs> along with that is just uh, i can't explain it like i look back at the last 19 years and i honestly don't know how now, i'm still here like to be, I, I, to be fair stacy the, the this autism and i called it a beast and i think it is a beast because it has very very many different sort of faces and the fact that mm -hmm. uh, and and i think that's what really makes it um, um, a complex fight is this so-called world word spectrum right um, is we've got uh, as you mentioned you've, we've got high functioning we've got nonverbal we have um, like so many different permutations of, right. of this thing that falls under that massive umbrella called autism um, I, I think even the healthcare industry is confused as to how to attack it because there isn't just one it. Right. Uh, and 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 that's what that's what seems so damn frustrating. Right. If you think about it, it, it's kind of like the rainbow community. There, there are so many different, like you said, where we're running out of um, letters. Uh, it, it, autism isn't that different. There's so many different variations, different. A little freeze up there again, but that's okay. Um, Kevin, uh, it's just, uh, this is, um, again, uh, as I mentioned to Justin, a topic that we could. I'm oh, sorry, so, sorry, Stacy, you're back with us. Could you back up just uh, uh, about 30 seconds? Because we had a bit of a, we have had a bit of a freeze. So if you could repeat what you were just saying. Um, how far am I backing up? <laughs> oh, it's okay. Wherever you want to start. Okay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I was saying um, autism isn't that different than kind of the rainbow community in the sense that there are so many different variations of autism um, as there is in the LGBTQ plus um, community. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the answers are. I, I just know that these families need support. And in terms of people like Justin, um, for someone like me who, again, struggles with my own mental health, Brandon has definitely struggled with his mental health. Meeting somebody like Justin and being part of the Letters by Justin campaign and just just being in his presence. He was here yesterday actually dropping off some shirts wow. that I'm going to be, Rise Against Bullying shirts that I'm going to be bringing to a friend in the <laughs> United States. Um, just being in his presence is something, um, it's hard to describe. He's, he's an where, where do you think you'd be right now if you hadn't met this young man? Um, I'm not sure that the light would be quite so bright, truthfully. Okay. Um, Stacy, we're going to, uh, we're going to let you go or I'll just keep yapping with you all day long. Like it's, uh. <laughs> There's, uh, there's so much to talk about and there's so much to do. I really appreciate your time for, uh, for being with us today. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of a positive, it's kind of an upper and a downer all at the same time. It's a huge, it's a huge upper because of the, the, the love and the understanding that's being spread by the community that, uh, that Justin rep represents. It's so wonderful to meet a mom and a family that, uh, that are doing okay 
in spite of some uh, incredible odds. And uh, the and I guess I guess the downside, but maybe it's an upside too, is the fact that we've maybe poked the politicians uh, and the funders again. Because I still think when it comes to autism, my my position is from all the people that I've talked to over the years is it's a matter of money. Uh, it's a matter it's a matter of the number of doctors, nurses, therapists, psychologists, all these people that need to be engaged to look yeah. after all of the people that fall into anywhere on that spectrum. It's a matter of money. We need to keep poking. Poking the and that's and that's and that's where the rubber hits the road. Uh, Stacy, thank you so much for being here. I hope you have a wonderful holiday. What is the name of your business? You told us you had a business. We might as well promote it. What's the name of your business? It's Stacy's Creations Photography. I specialize in newborns. Stacy's Creations Photography, specializing in newborns. So maybe you'll get our New Year's baby out there, huh? Hope so. Okay. Thank you, loves, uh, for being here. Appreciate it. Have a great day. Okay. Uh, sorry, Kevin. I uh, I could uh, sort of wax all day on this stuff. And you know what? I think it's so appropriate that we're having these conversations today with where we began the program with the shocking and saddening news that Twitch from most notably the Ellen DeGeneres show yes. um, took his own life yesterday morning. You know, f husband, father, yeah. young children, family man. And... Uh, while we've been on the air here, Lee, um, Ellen did, in fact, release a statement. She has released a statement. So I want you to share that. And uh, after that, we'll bring Dan Warkington on because he's got a toy drive going on yeah. this weekend. But yeah. uh, All right. let's uh, take a look at this. Ellen DeGeneres says, now, just before I read this, uh, you're reading it probably for yourself, is the fact that uh, this person who was a staple on the Ellen DeGeneres show for quite some time, his name is Stephen Boss. He's a DJ. He's a dancer. He's an entertainer. He went by the name of DJ Twitch, uh, and he took his own life yesterday morning in Los Angeles. Ellen DeGeneres says, I'm heartbroken. Twitch was pure love and light. He was my family, and I loved him with all my heart. I will miss him. Please send your love and support to Allison and his beautiful children, Wesley, Maddox, and Zayla. That from uh, Ellen DeGeneres. And the, the epitome, the pinnacle of, of mental illness where you would least expect to find it. And that's what makes it such a diabolical disease. Because you can't spot it. You can't spot it from the outside. So if you have it from the inside, and that is the, that is the thing that oh, everybody that I've talked with that has had a loved one or has themselves struggled with mental health, is you have to reach out. You've got to ask for help. Take, even if it's a stranger, if it's hard to do that with the people that are close to you, say, I need, I need help. I'm in trouble. I need help. Probably the toughest three words you will ever say. Dan Warkington, a uh, friend of the program. Uh, and here's another person that gives back on a regular basis and for that reason uh, uh, we love him and people like Justin all uh, the Christmas toy drive and raffle coming up uh, this Saturday 
and Sunday from noon to four. And we're going to have uh, Dan is a realtor in uh, in the Niagara area. He's joining us right now. Hey, Dan, how are you? How you doing, Lee? Not I, bad. Yourself? I am. Ter I, I'm. I'm terrific. We've sort of been going through mm -hmm. this. Uh, um, um, this process on the show today of high highs and low lows. We haven't got anything. Uh, we haven't got anything sort of mid the stream. We've talked about really, really positive things, and we've talked about really, really uh, mm -hmm. unfortunate things. Well, we're going back high now because we're talking to you. Yeah. Now, tell yeah. us about. Tell us about, first of all, before we do this, we always have to do this with you. We have to talk about your last event before we talk about your next event. <laughs> so, so give us chapter and verse. Give us a postmortem on, uh, on, on, on the last event and how that went, because it sounded like it was a big success. The candy capsules, yeah, yeah. for Halloween. It, yeah, was, for, it was great. Yeah. It went really good. And again, I have to thank you and Kevin again for uh, helping get the word out for it. Um, we had a great turnout, and I made it a little harder this year, and the prizes were better this year. So uh, it took about, for the last one to find Burgoyne Woods, it took about five, six hours to find that last one. Wow. So, yeah, so it went all afternoon. It was it was, it was was good. I had people like, come on, I need another hint. And I only gave one this year as opposed to three. <laughs> that so was I was getting messages left, right, and center of, please, another hint. And I'm like, no, it's in there. Go find it, and it's yours. <laughs> you must have loved that. I love it. It's a great. It really is a great time. I get such a kick out of it. And who cracked the puzzle this year? Do you remember who it was? Uh, we had uh, at McCaffrey Park in Western Hill. We had Spencer Joseph. Yeah. Um, in um, Walker's Creek, we had Dylan Abs and family. And in Burgoyne Woods, we had Tyler Bessie and family. So, congratulations <laughs> uh, to them. And um, Spencer Joseph actually at McCaffrey. He's a two-time in a row year winner. So he's a Oh, he's, he's back a, to back, that guy. Okay, he's a he's he got a, Burgoyne last year and he got McCaffrey this year, so he he was on the hunt with his little one. He's a he's a twofer. Okay, most valuable player. That's right. That's All right. right. Well, well, congratulations. How many people do you figure took part, Dan? Mm, collectively, uh, amongst all three parks, I'd yeah. say probably about 25, 30 people. That's kind of cool. That's awesome. Not bad at all. That's I love it and. Again, it's just a great time. It started with the COVID thing, and then it just turned into a, a fun thing that I like to do every year now. So that's that's awesome, and I can guarantee I can guarantee you it'll grow, uh, and we'll Absolutely. help you do that. So make sure you keep in touch with us all on all this stuff. All right. And I appreciate that again. I, I really appreciate that. Uh, okay, now t tell us about the next adventure. Now that we've uh, now that we've uh, looked at the last one, talks uh, talk to us about the next one. So. The next one I have coming up is uh, a toy drive that I, I do annually with um, with Home Hardware Hartsell Road and uh, Community Care St. Catharines and Thorold. So I do this every year for Christmas. Um, so basically it's just a toy drive, canned goods, books, um, with every donation you make. So say you with each toy, you get one raffle entry. With okay. every five books, you get one raffle entry. With every five canned goods, you get one raffle entry. So. The more you bring, the more entries you get into the raffle, and then what you can win on December 20th when I do the draw, uh -huh. um, I give out a $100 gift card to the keg or one of two turkey dinners. So there's three prizes. The first uh, first prize is $100 gift card to the keg. The second is a full turkey dinner, which includes a full butterball turkey, scalloped potatoes, stuffing, cranberry sauce, Brussels sprouts, and of course, some, some gravy to go with that too. So It's lunchtime. I'm getting hungry here. Sounds nice, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Uh, and just uh, 
just to bring it full circle, the toys that are donated are distributed how? Um, so everything that's donated to me, like at uh, Home Hardware, so I'll be at the front of Home Hardware in the parking lot or somewhere situated there, and right. I'll have the table set up and everything. So all the toys that I collect, I bring them to Community Care. I'll be bringing them on the 19th. So 17th and 18th, I'll be at Home Hardware, Hartsell Road from mm -hmm. 12 to 4 p.m. Each toy gives you an entry to the raffle. I'll be doing that raffle on the 20th. And on the 19th, I'll be going to Community Care with all the toys and dropping them off there as um, as I have done for the last couple of years now. So Awesome. Awesome. I just feel like it's been a really rough year, especially this year for a lot of people, and uh, every little bit helps. So yeah, it, uh, it it has. I don't I don't necessarily see the the trials and tribulations coming to a complete end. Things are getting smoothed out a little bit, but I I think twenty twenty three is going to have its challenges as well. Absolutely, I agree with you there. So, like I said, seeing that foresight, it's absolutely every little bit helps. Um, for anybody, right? And it gives you a chance to win. So you get to do something good and you get a chance to win a free dinner at the keg or your whole Christmas dinner taken care of. All you got to do is cook it, right? So Perfect. And we and we find you online as well? Absolutely. Yeah, you can find me on, on Facebook, just Dan Workington. Um, and the, the, the Facebook flyers everywhere as well. So like right. I said, Saturday, uh, Saturday, Sunday, September 17th and 18th, I'll be at Home Hardware Hartsell Road and you can find me there from 12 to 4 p.m. God bless. Have a good time. Thanks again for your uh, for your philanthropic efforts on uh, on the community's behalf. And uh, I know we will chat again. Absolutely. I, I appreciate it once again, Kevin and Lee. I really appreciate it. And you guys have a great Christmas and a great holidays. And um, I hope to see you guys again soon. We will. Reach out whenever you need us, mate. I really appreciate it, guys. Take care. Okay, bye. Okay, another uh, another one of Santa's helpers, Kevin, <laughs> on the program. Yeah, very uh, cool what he does. You know, today. everybody oh, can do is. their little bit. Yeah. That's exactly what Dan's doing, and he's done. He's doing if it. If everybody in a very fun did a way. little bit, we'd have a lot. No, you're absolutely right. It, you know, we don't have to move mountains. No, just, just do what move you can a pebble. Do. Yeah, do what you can do. Yeah, yeah, and that's that is one of the things that uh, kind of gets me a little bit when uh, when I see uh, or hear. Um, younger people, or and not even so young people. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bother uh, voting. It's not gonna make a difference. Everything makes a difference. Everything makes a difference. Be it good, be it bad, or indifferent. Uh, action makes a difference. Inaction. You know what? Sometimes makes it's, a difference. Sometimes it's little things like this, Lee, that make yeah. big differences to us. Doing a little something means a lot. Doing nothing means a lot. So it's up to you uh, which direction that you want to take. Kevin, just a, 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 a few things I wanted to run by quickly um, that, that came up uh, over the week as far as news bits. Oh, we're going to do this? Awesome. Yeah, I know this is on your list. Yeah, yeah, this was on my list. Let's yeah, do this. just got to talk about little things that make a difference. This makes a big difference to people. Since, uh, no, no kidding. Anybody that's ever had somebody uh, in a hospital or in a, in a facility of the Niagara Health Services, um, Niagara Health is uh, doing their little bit for, uh, for the community. They're offering free parking for patients and visitors over the holidays, and I do believe it starts on December the 20th fourth um, and runs through to January the second yeah as a way to give back to our community this holiday season Niagara Health's offering free parking for patients and visitors at all five sites so that's something for you to remember it's not just the major 
uh, general site there. It's uh, at all five sites. Parking for patients and visitors uh, of uh, from Saturday 24th at uh, midnight until Monday, January the 2nd at uh, 12.01. We understand coming to the hospital can be a stressful and upsetting experience, uh, especially during the holidays, says Angela Zagari, Executive VP Finance Redevelopment and Support Services, Chief Financial Officer. Boy, that's a long title, eh? Yeah, that's a... Uh, that's, that's one a, big business that's card. That's a big one. It, um, it's got to be this big. Here's something interesting that uh, that we didn't touch on or talk about, but... Um, uh, free parking. In uh, streaming the City of Niagara Falls Council meeting last night, so you know yeah. what, I'll throw myself up here. Okay. Um, they got <laughs> an update. They got an update from uh, the top brass of NHS about the new South Niagara Hospital. Okay. And the date that stuck out to me is 2028. That's when they plan to have doors open. 2028. The new hospital. The new hospital in South Niagara at that Down off Lions Creek Road yep. in Montrose there. 2028. 2020. That's not all that long. It's not really. Not so, when you, in, in the scheme of things, building a facility like that, that's not that long. And, of course, you know, the, the presentation included a lot of things and funding models and design and things like this. But yeah. uh, but really, to me, that's the thing that stuck out for most people want to say, hey, when's, when's yeah, that hospital yeah, opening? Yeah, stick a pin in it. Yeah, 2028. 2028. There we go. Now awesome. we'll get back to the, uh, the free parking here in St. Catharines. I was also streaming this council meeting. And uh, new this year is they've expanded the free parking area to include Port Luzi as well. Okay. You just can't go swimming because then you have to pay. <laughs> can't go to the beach. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's just a, a little acerbic uh, aside uh, there. Kev, yes, I, mentioned, I mentioned something right off the beginning of the program. We have not done it. We only have about uh, eight or nine minutes left. Um, can we bring up the picture of our, of our dog? Can we do the dog oh. stories? Yeah, absolutely. So I gotta, I gotta get to them here to pull up the. Oh, uh, that's okay. I'll just talk while yeah, you, you can talk about the story of the dog. Well, yeah, while you do, you got to do. That's all right. Uh, you remember um, last week um, we had Georgia Culp on. She and her dog Caroline found the dog that had been wandering and had been looked for uh, all day or a couple of days, and it was. And uh, her dog helped her locate the dog. Not too far from the uh, U.S.-Canada border, off the highway near, like, sort of Stanley and Portage, where Portage meets uh, the, the Niagara Parkway, that area, uh, just, just before the, the border. Uh, the dog was a great scruffy mess, infested with fleas, uh, etc., and we still have not found the owner. We talked with Georgia about the experience of locating the dog, uh, calling the uh, the police, who called the Niagara Parks police, who called the Humane Society, who took over that sort of the chain of, <laughs> of possession of the dog. Uh, and we also talked with Kevin Struband, who said uh, the uh, executive director of uh, the Lincoln County Humane Society. They cleaned up the dog. They looked after the flea infestation. They gave him a good trim, and there he is. That's a guy right there. And Kevin promised, uh, Kevin Struband, that is, promised that he would send us pictures of the new and improved stray from last week. And if you haven't seen it, there's the, there's the fella right there. Um, and... Uh, I can't talk about them too much. They're all tear up. I love dogs. But anyway, uh, that's, that's the guy. 
that uh, we're trying to find the owners. Kevin, so many comments, so many conjecture uh, type uh, comments made on the site, like maybe he's this, maybe he's that, maybe he's something else. Uh, and one, one of the things that came up that it never even occurred to me was the fact that maybe he came from across the border. Maybe somehow he made his way from Lewiston into or, uh, in, in, into Niagara. We don't know. We don't know. Hopefully it wasn't someone that just let him go. But anyway, there he is. And he's still, by the way, he is still at the Humane Society. And from what we heard from uh, last week, he's a, he's a kind and gentle soul. If you, if you are of such a mind that you might like to have a grown pet in your home, he's, uh, he's a pretty gentle soul. And there was another dog story, Kevin. We had a counselor that was bitten by a dog. Now, this is going back a few months. Yeah, this is going back pre-election. So uh, St. Catherine City Councilor Joe Kushner was um, campaigning at the time and canvassing and going door to door. And he got bit by a dog. Mm -hmm. And at that time, or I guess after that time, the dog was, uh, I guess, apprehended or whatever the words would be. And it be. would have been quarantined. It would have been quarantined at Lincoln County Humane Society. And then it works its way through the legal channels. And uh, in a conversation that I had with Kevin Struban the other day, he said that this morning, I believe this morning at 9 a.m., uh, the case was set to go before the Justice of the Peace. And that's where they would make, make their order. Uh, which way it we went. We don't know I, yet. I don't know. I just checked the uh, Lincoln County Maine Society Facebook page. No update there. Okay. I'm not exactly sure who they tell no. or if you have to search the court records or what have you, but yeah. um, but I guess sometime in the next 24 hours we'll probably... Now, there, there, there was a, a couple of caveats to this story in the fact that uh, Mr. Kushner was campaigning. He was on the property of uh, the person that owned the dog, but he, he, was, go he, he was doing door knocking. To, or, or, or flyer delivery or whatever. Um, and it was on the property. Uh, and the dog bit him two or three times. Yeah, three times, I think. Yeah. Okay, so now the owner, as we understand it, uh, was saying, well, he was trespassing. Naturally, you're going to say that. And second of all, we haven't had any troubles like this or anything. But there seems to be a lot of debate going back and forth about... Uh, about the dog's the, history. The dog's history, uh, and I'm sure that's all coming out or has come out already. And, and at, for what it's worth, Lee, um, Kevin Struban told me directly that uh, every person has the right to go on to anybody's house to go knock on the door. Okay. So that is that is not. So now, that's a non-starter. I don't want to say it's not trespassing. Now, of course, if you have an order against you not to go to somebody's property and you're right. there uh, to cause a disturbance, but it's not trouble. illegal for you to come and knock on my no. door, even if you're a stranger. Right, and I have the right to be protected on your property in doing so. As a matter of fact, it's your, it's your obligation. Talk to any insurance person or lawyer, and they'll say, you have to ensure anybody that's on your property has a reasonable expectation of safety. Yep, absolutely. Even if there's ice on your driveway, right? Okay, so those are our dog stories, uh, and uh, it's just about time to say, say uh, so long. Really, really, um, I want to thank... Uh, Justin Preston for being here, uh, Stacy, um, and um, to tell Brandon slash Yoshi's story, and 
I just I just can't say enough about how how much that how much that means. And uh, also to Dan Workington, uh, keep keep going with the with the fun stuff for the holidays and the and and your good luck with your Christmas toy drive over at Home Hardware on Hartsell Road over the over the weekend. And uh, just so many things uh, to talk about. Kevin Jack, thank you very much uh, once again for executively producing this program. It's always a blast working with you and WeStream, Canada's premier streaming service. Gail's Gaspar is limited, uh, fueling this program almost since its inception. And we're now already at episode 46 for season three, which means we're coming close to the end of the year. Verge Insurance Group, Verge Insurance Brokers, thank you so much for uh, sticking with Niagara 411 Live with Lee Sterry. To play us off the stage as we do every week, we have a gentleman joining us, uh, Caleb Fast is uh, here with his uh, one last dance. Cheers, everybody. I promise you love eternally I don't know what's gotten into me yeah. But I think I'm going crazy Cause I thought I'd seen you last week Driving down the highway, you're in my highway I think I'm smelling you on my clothes today You're a constant reminder of this exquisite pain And every day feels like December Driving through the rainy weather You are my angel that arrived last should have had and there's just so much broken in my past i wish i had one more chance or one last dance with you yeah one last dance with you please baby one last dance with you what'd you learn <laughs> god damn it what'd you learn two types of caleb <laughs> and they are <laughs> slow lazy no lazy, that doesn't even count. Okay, fine, just tired and sleepy because you don't have any sleep. Yeah. Or fired up. Fired up! Fire me up! Please, baby, one last dance with you. But I think your friends hate me, but I can't blame that baby. Let's just smoke some trees and get back to basics. And it's alright by me if this takes some patience. All we got is time, we're trapped inside the matrix. Don't wanna be rich or famous, please just put this on your playlist. So when you're sad, just play this. No, you had the realest vibe, oh my. I was so blind, what I wouldn't give for one more try. At this love that we should have had. And there's just so much broken in my past. I wish I had one more chance. Or one last dance with you One last dance with Please be